get up on shit and they were like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> you can't feel that at all. Like not having it. All right, guys. What's up? We are live. What's oh, really no. good? Eric, start it out, buddy. You know what to do. Good evening, boys and girls, Trey Hards and Speed Boys. Welcome to the only self-aware podcast that focuses on what Airsoft is really about. And that's the bullshit and trash talk that happens between the games. So grab a beer, pour a shot, and raise a toast to two-thirds of our hosts, Cole, the Airsoft Bandit. What's going on? Uh, Carl of BB Dynamics. What's up, guys? I am PNW Punk, also known as Eric. And with us tonight, we have uh, two fine gentlemen from uh, Umbrella Armory. What's good? How's it going, guys? Say hello. Awesome. <laughs> that being said, uh, quick word from our sponsors, EG Smoke Grenades. Um, right now, they got a 30% off sale on all their apparel. So go to their website, Ooh. buy some EG shit. Because and you know. if you don't want apparel, you still get 15% off all textiles and smoke using ASAP 15. Yeah. Use ASAP 15 for 15% off your smoke products. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, KWA. KWA is a tried and true company. They make guns and buy them. They're great. Um, and then Overwatch Tactics, they make interesting games. And um, when we're allowed to go outside, uh, do do hit them up. So uh, I would give you a schedule as to what, when they're going to be having games, but who the fuck knows at this point? Nobody knows. Yeah. It's, yeah. the it's, a, it's a wild goddamn West out there. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. It's crazy. I love it. Every, Texas opened up and I get so many messages from my friends out of state. Like, are you dead yet? I'm like, no, no, nah, not yet. But yeah, I, I heard you guys get like a large spike from oh, dude. We had, what's that about? We had a massive fucking spike. Like right before they opened up, they were like, Oh, Texas is got fucking governor Abbott. Oh, fucking. Charles Xavier looking motherfucker with hair. He uh he said he opened up the state and was like, We're open up the state, nothing can stop it. And it's like, how about fifteen hundred new confirmed cases and fifty deaths? And he's like, nah, fam, we got this. Neat. Open him shits up. We need to drink. Like, no, 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 no. Open the doors. Let them all in. Let them go. It's too late now. It's too late now. They're in here. Circle I made the, shit the up. I made the call. We gotta fucking go. Oh my god. Apparently, so apparently we're missing Corey because uh, his his uh, electricity and internet have been out at his house for like five hours now. Neat. So he just he just sent a video of just like darkness, darkness from his phone, <laughs> which honestly, Derek is probably doing the exact same thing, but for completely different reasons. <laughs> True. So uh, how's California lockdown been? I thought I saw a couple of places that are getting extended for like a hot minute. And I was like, ooh, that looks like fun. What's your LA County is, uh, I mean, like, I think last I heard was like till August. I'm not mistaken. And all the colleges and schools are closed for the rest of the year. Wow. That's yeah, wild. Right. People are talking about like, like, so I guess like Joe Rogan and some other people, I guess on podcast is talking about like, they're talking about moving out of the state, moving to like Texas because they can't do stand up or like perform or do any of the shows they want to do yeah. in California. Yeah, I guess. It's fucking that seems like a really really extreme reason to move. Well, I mean, they probably have the, enough the energy and money to facilitate that. So oh, yeah. Cool. I think by move he means buy another fucking big ass yeah. house. Yeah, exactly. It uh no, like California's like laws and regulations are pretty on par with Washington state, which is where I'm at right now. Um Uh-oh. like Washington, Oregon, and California have all kind of linked up trying to create like a reopening, you know, for the West Coast. So, yeah, it's it's about the same here, too. Well, you guys, you're the two states that got hit probably 
the hardest the most aside from yeah, other yeah. than new york city yeah, yeah. Record highs for sure. Yeah. Every other day, pretty much. Yeah, we're breaking new records. We're smashing them. Yeah. In our county, like in where Umbrella Armory is located, Chino, San Bernardino County, um, the sheriff said he's not going to like tax anybody or come after anybody or enforce anybody for practicing like a a business that's not an e commerce business. You know, like if you're doing nails or something like that, they're not going to go and tax you for doing that or anything like that. Yeah. Mm, And I think because of that, though, too, a lot of fields in this area have opened. So I was going to say, I know a lot of the ones here in Texas are doing like 60 player limit or like 30 player limit or whatever. And you have to like buy the tickets because I was going to pop into a field Saturday. I was like, yeah, shit's open. Right. And I went yeah. online and I was like, oh, no, fuck. I got to buy this ticket. But that's too much work. I'll just fucking wait until everything's open. What do you mean? I got to buy my ticket ahead of time and have some fucking forethought. I like oh, that. I kind of dig that. If like yeah. I got stuff to do, you know, like uh, fucking Philistines. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, we got undead Fred hanging out in the chat with us too. What? Yo, Fred said, "Fuck the Rona." All my homies hate Rona. <laughs> She's a bitch. Yeah. True. Uh-huh. True that. So. so I was, you guys go. I sorry, Carl. I cut you off. No, you're good. I was gonna say. So, what is Umbrella Armory have been doing through? all this downtime of obviously not anybody be able to go out and play airsoft. I mean, are you guys still busy? Like you is, I'm guessing. So, I mean, I, I see like you guys are still doing stuff on social media all the time. So I hope you guys are staying busy. I mean, the reality is, is we're all ready when we're working, we're wearing respirators. We're already doing, you know, all the above and beyond safety measures just because, you know, we're dremeling all the time, milling things out. So that's not too big of a deal. Um, we like from March, there was just this like decline, like this sharp decline in sales and everything. But the minute the relief check started getting pumped out, um, it seemed like we were getting a lot more sales and it's been picking back up pretty well. It seems, it seems like every other day I see somebody unboxing a new umbrella armor gun. I'm like, how many guns do these dudes make? <laughs> Holy shit. Cause Kev popped out that fucking gorgeous ass Crytek you guys made him. And I was like, fuck, that's hot. Yeah, that thing is insane. It was a big 3 yeah, yes, it's like 48 RPS at its top. Put a battery on there, though, and you can get it up to like 55. Yeah. <laughs> but, but One yeah. of the first videos I saw with you guys that like really turned me on to, I mean, aside from uh, Jordan, um, who like when he told me that he, you guys picked him up, like I was super stoked for him because like Jordan's just one of the coolest people out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was it? The, um, the guy up in Canada, um, Which house gamers, or yeah, he was just like how he was like this thing's unfair. Like it's like a, it's like he gave him superpowers on the field, or shit. you know. And he wasn't like going full auto. He was just semi on in that thing, yeah. and it was like to me, I was like, okay, like cheat code, Tommy. Yeah, dude, it was like I had cheat codes. I've been saying it forever, man. A good tech tuned gun is fucking cheat codes. Like, oh, it matters to the player. Not when I could shoot your ass from 350 feet with a fucking AEG. Get out of my face. (laughs) I mean, there's not really any disputing that at all. You know, I think they have the benefit, too, in Canada, too, because some fields have a little bit of a higher limit as far as, like, the casual play fields in California. Like, most of our field limits are, like, 400. And with the Canadian limit, it's, like, 450 or something. No, it's but they have a lower lower limit. So it's, like, 366 FPS is the minimum, like, FPS. Oh, so you can't go low. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand 60, that. Yeah, yeah. So That's weird. And I know most places are switching to Jewel anyway, so. Mm. Yeah. Everybody's 
everybody's been saying that for the four years now. And I don't know when, but I think. Yeah, as soon as that actually becomes a thing, uh, yeah. we're just using the point two velocity scale. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's joules for everything here. Every field I go to, they measure, at least for HPA, they measure everything in joules. Yeah. AEGs, it's still like, eh, but if you got something with a hose, they, they're jeweling your bitch ass. Yeah, no doubt. I would imagine. I don't think, uh, yeah, I think the people that get tested the most for joules, as far as like, well, I mean, there's a lot of fields that don't allow HPA anymore. That's the other issue here. It's like, yeah, really? yeah. Is that just in California? Is kids keep burning patches and fucking tackling each other at power ups and. Right. Being close to Los Angeles and having that proximity of everything, I think definitely accelerates certain stuff like that. So I think it could be like they're just kind of killing it because they imagine, you know, that AEGs can't really perform like that. Just got a bunch of gangster ass kids, man. That's that's all it is. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot of additional people playing airsoft. That's the beauty of airsoft. So yeah. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, the unfortunate part for all these field owners, though, is that they don't know that we can build AEGs like pretty much. Mm-hmm. So and we will continue to do we'll that. Continue yeah. to <laughs> like any that. any limit that we can get away with playing out of field, like it should be pushed. Just if somebody calls you, it's like our limit's uh, six hundred FPS for uh, AEGs. Word. All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we can break. Yeah. So, how many texts do you guys have working or building stuff every day? Like, what I guess. Without giving away too many secrets, obviously, what's like the daily life like at Umbrella Armory? Because I would love to hear, or and probably the audience too, a different perspective of what a like you know custom gun company is all about. So, um, I guess actively right now we have uh, three technicians that are really heavily working on guns. So you have me and uh, Jordan, basically building the mechanical side of everything, doing the actual tuning gear stuff like that. And then we have a uh, one of our other techs, uh, Joe, he's been with the company since 2014. 2012. Like, yeah, he was started here when he was like literally 15. And wow. uh, he's literally the world record holder for most, most R hops ever made at this point, probably. Like, <laughs> literally drops those in. So, kind of a nice little meshing between the three of us to create just basically all the products that everybody's seeing right now. And uh, it's working pretty great so far. Cool. As far as so what's what's kind of the process look like for you guys like you get a gun in is it do you you know you get the base model in take it apart does the gearbox built separately and then you start working on the hop up and the barrel and anything else that goes into it or is it i guess it depends on the build once? too huh yeah yeah exactly it all depends on it like um it's most of the time just like you kind of get everybody nerding out on that moment you get the mm-hmm. It gets open, you're like, oh crap, like, does it have QD? Oh shit, like, you can just completely take the buffer tube off, change the spring. Oh, that's crazy. Check the barrel out, and then Joe will take the barrel and then go and start working on the barrel. Then I'll start opening up the gearbox. You know, I'm here with Dave. We're starting to make bullet points about these things that can be either modified, you know, or manufactured into a way where they're going to be far reliable to the point that they're already at. So you guys, are just, you're just a bunch of hungry fucking animals. That gun comes in the, oh, you, know, okay. you just tear the box apart, start taking pizza pieces Absolutely. off, holding it up in the air, yeah. screaming. Absolutely. Like we're, we're, we're kind of like intensive when it comes to that aspect of everything is like anything that we can find out about it and every single little aspect that we can get and really squeeze out of the platform and make it the best that it can be. Like there's no reason to not. So what, what current platform, what's, what's come out that's new uh, either platform wise or battery wise or equipment wise that you guys have got in the shop that you were like, Oh fuck. Like, oh. yeah, really, really hyped up about it. 
what's your shit you're hyped about? Um, I mean, literally last week we just did a build in it. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Arcturus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mm-hmm. they're a new company. They've been around for a couple of years, but um, they're a smaller company underneath Moss Manufacturer, which does like E and L and uh, Arcturus. They have a lineup of M4 AEGs that are polymer body, but they have aluminum M-lock handguards and Essentially, the, the way I'm viewing it is like the next gen SEMA or combat machine gun. Artist? How do you spell that? Arcturus. A R C T U R U S. I probably butchered that, but. Arcturus. Yeah. I'm dyslexic, so I get that. Okay, yeah. Um, no, yeah, they have oh. a owner gun, and it, it's super fucking badass. It's, uh, yeah, retails for like, oh, yeah, here we go. That's handsome, too. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. It's got that, like, combat machine style polymer receiver, so it's, like, really well done. There's, like, no creeps or wobbles in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or this madman. Ounces. <laughs> uh, and then we just wanted to see what we could do out of it because it's such a cheap platform, but it also has, like, you know, aluminum and lock handguard and all sorts of cool stuff. So we just wanted to put as much performance emphasis into this build. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... We're doing like a, we did this test build with our uh, OCOP tier specs, which is like a retro arm gearbox shell, a max R-hop barrel unit and stuff. And uh, things pretty solid. I mean, it's weighs less than five pounds, fully loaded. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's super light. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't want to say that it's probably going to be like a sport line just because it's still probably going to be like around thousand dollars. But I mean, which are OCOS. It's certainly like, hey, if you don't want to get the, you know, externals that you would get with an OCA, but you just want the pure internals, mm-hmm. uh, this will definitely be an option for people. I was gonna say, do you, so you guys have like package options too for a lot of this stuff? I bet. Yeah, or at least kind of like a, a like tier levels or something to that effect. Yeah, I mean, when we're going with developing a new build, um, what honestly comes to mind is not necessarily the sort of performance metrics. Um, we're not focused on, oh, we're going to do a DSG build with this selling point, this selling point. We really just want to give people the um, w- what's kind of just like the playable experience that someone mm-hmm. gets for them. So it's like, it doesn't even necessarily like need to be, you know, shooting 50 rounds per second because in all honesty, there's a lot of fields that just ban that, you know? Yeah. But well, we just want to give someone the enjoyment where it's like they can use it for a sustained like long period of time. There's little to no maintenance. Like, you know, they don't even have to think about the inside of the gun. They just have to plug in a battery and go. Yeah, It's really cool that you guys, that that's like a big consideration you've taken. Cause I know there's been a lot of previous companies and there's a lot of current techs out there that like their main go-to is just how, how much fucking white shit can spit out the end at front. It's like, well, you, you know, yeah, but you can't it use it anywhere it, and mags won't work yeah. with it. And yeah, it. so it's, it's cool to see that you guys are looking for like a whole package. Like, will this be durable? Will this be beneficial? What style of play are you doing? This is great for this. This is great for that. Uh, I know you guys had Fat Kid from Fatco. He's a good buddy of mine. Uh, you had him on your live stream the other day, and he's yeah. another one of those dudes that just like cracks out cool ass shit. Yeah, he's my favorite man. I've been following him for a hot minute too. Dude, so. Ryan's Ryan's the shit. So, what about you, man? What's got you? What's got your, uh, um, your jammies ruffled? Damn, right now I think it's that uh, that KWA uh, the BLR. I mean the QRS. Yeah, QRS. Yeah. The mod right. one or two, because we always uh, we have, we're in a fight all the time about it. The, I love the mod one or the mod two. So I really like. I think it's the mod two. Two R ninety nine style. Yeah. Yeah, I love the R ninety nine style. So definitely one of my favorite 
once. I Dude, like that thing. Five too, but it's just like super heavy. Well, it shoots so fucking good out of the box. They just need to expand that battery compartment because fucking nothing useful fits in there. I was yeah, at uh, a. I was at reindeer and fucking uh, Matt from Titan was like, yeah, here's a battery. Fucking use it. Run it through that. It'll be great. And it ran great, but I had to like, like ghetto rig electrical tape the shit to the back. It's like, <laughs> it won't fucking fit. We need to sell like a gun like that. I think that'd be a good one. Like one where this battery that comes with it just doesn't fit in the stock at all. And you can just, it comes with electrical tape that you can. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, I'm, uh, you know, I've got a, the 10 you have to go like zero call this the ghetto blaster 5000 and it just fucking but it shoots forever and you're like whatever it looks like shit but you can't tell from all the way over there no you're talking about apex uh i've got the tk45 the the long version and uh, it's sitting at kwa right now because they're putting the the tanker stock on it oh yeah um and i've got a digital counter uh unit that i bought from like finland and uh, so, yeah, it'll have that. And it basically, um, and on the side of it, it has uh, first we fight, then we'll drink. And it's got the Aces logo from Titanfall 2 on it. And oh. it, we're doing it. Uh, then my buddy, Faded Pilot, he's going to paint it up to make it look like an R101C from like the original. Like, it's going to look dope. Dude, that's going to be good. It's going to be sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, so, KWA, man, is just, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen Wag's video. He did a quick video kind of before like the whole Rona thing hit. We went to no. and he tore it up with that thing. Oh no, we got we got one like before they were out and I I almost didn't give it back. Yeah, dude. Like I that thing, I ripped it open and just like I had to get in there. So crazy. I'm I'm really curious to see what you guys could do because ours was just stock and I was super impressed with how well it shoot. I can only imagine letting fucking so you guys do some fucking absolute voodoo to it and just we have like a really rad field that just opened up next to us called battle labs and they basically have like class systems essentially and they have a class where if you shoot under 300 fps and your gun shoots under 30 rps mm-hmm. you can have full auto with no minimum engagement Ooh, <laughs> i like that uh it's that it opened up an entirely different feel you know like to this whole thing so that platform is going to be based for like Mostly players that we like, you know, because it's like one of our favorite fields right now. It's super close to us. So you guys, you guys play pretty actively then. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's cool. It's not every other weekend we're out there. Nice. The thing I wanted to ask is, does uh, Umbrella? Do you guys like manufacture or design your own parts for any of these guns that you guys do, or is it? I mean, or is it all stuff that you guys are obviously combining a certain combination of parts to get the gun to be the spec that is like a sweet sweet secret sauce that like the okai is for example so um i guess it's a it's a blend of the two like with our r hop stuff we do have like a Perwin and our gng line we have uh, like a 3d printed uh flat hop of one basically and oh wow as far as like, you know we're only you know we're so our hop patch material for example that's probably the biggest thing that we developed was like we first started doing our hopping just based on what the tech community forms and, uh, you know, kind of just what everyone was doing in the teching community for our material. And, um, we ended up realizing that, Hey, you know, we need to have a better solution, you know? So we looked at all sorts of different types of materials and we're talking like, not only just looking at, Oh, here's what is available on ePay yeah, or anything. Right. No, we were talking with, um, some companies overseas that do custom gaskets for, oil pipelines 
like across the country or across mm-hmm. the world. Having to deal with to have to have different tolerances with, um, you know, having a nicer friction coefficient as well as being chemical resistant, temperature resistant, et cetera. So there's a lot of R and D work that got into our our patch material itself that we use as our derivative. Like, so you guys, you guys found a, you guys went out and like kind of found a material that like, oh, this works really well, and then started incorporating it into super reliable. Interesting. You guys sell. Yeah, like do you when hobbyists get into fucking science to make their hobby. <laughs> I, dude, no, that I, I, I think that's the coolest shit. You guys sell uh, your R hops individually, Such right? As well. Uh, yeah, you can buy like the barrel. You can't buy the pack. Right. That, I mean, that's yeah. It should have been more clear. Yeah. So, like a like a half built or at least a fully built like barrel and hop up unit is something that you can purchase. Yeah, you can buy like a complete barrel and hop up together, or you can just buy the, the barrel itself and then do the flat hop on your own hop up if it doesn't fit, you know, a pro win or a max hop. Nice. Nice. I like that. I like I like being able to purchase like moderately upgraded parts because yeah, because a lot of times I've got a gun that like the gearbox is dope. It's already been upgraded or it shoots great, and I just want like something I can drop into it to get just a little bit more oh, absolutely a little really lot more is like create this balance in between like the DIYer, but like that mm. step above where it's just like these that little like assistance and yeah just like the assistance of like especially yeah. with especially with like the snipers man like i would have kissed so many wieners to just get a drop-in fucking vsr 10 hop up and barrel unit just i think everybody, everybody. dude it's such a bitch like, I, I got two of them now they're two fully built action army hop-ups and barrels but fuck me Getting that, getting the parts, getting it put together, and then getting it to do See, what I wanted to do. I got do. lucky. My my gun shoot shot amazingly out of the box the first time, just doing my research yeah. and buying the right parts. Like, and I learned that Action Army and a certain bucking combination is like just the way to go. And I, I got lucky. But uh, we got a couple of questions from the chat actually asking like certain things is like, is there certain platforms that you guys will like literally just not work on that or you guys refuse to because you hate it or. Well, right now, I mean, we've actually stopped doing custom like inquiry work for the most part, just because, I mean, in all honesty, we have so few amount of manpower to really facilitate. I get that. Incoming like, Hey, can I, you guys work on this for me and stuff? I mean, it was cool at first, but. It's just like it, it becomes drowning almost. So um, prefab is kind of the way that we're going. Yeah, that makes sense. Right now. I mean, but, you gotta um, yeah, you gotta focus your time and money on what does the best, obviously. So yeah, without compromising the quality of our yep. work, you know, because we're really peculiar about who gets to work on our guns and everything. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I was actually one question, like without like yeah, the whole secret sauce and like not giving away because I know like I mean, the being so- a competitive custom gun shop you know, you got to have your own little tricks and trades and whatnot. But like when it comes to bringing on custom, uh, you know, gearbox workers, like what kind of, what are some of the paces that you put through somebody like to make sure that like, you know, we have a brand name that, you know, is an industry kind of standard right now when it comes to rate of fire or just reliability, you know, like, I don't know of any other brand right now that has like the credibility you guys have right now. I could just not know enough and that's possible, but like I, you know, having that kind of like stringent, like who is, you know, who gets brought under umbrella armor? Like what are some of like the kind of little, you know, 
What are some of the paces? What is what's some of the hazing yeah, rituals? It's not like there's it's not like there's a resume or like a fucking technical college equivalent GED for this kind of shit. Like, how do you guys find talent? Tech certification. Yeah, e bike tech certification. No, that actually be hilarious. One of the hardest vetting processes for people, essentially, like you have to find somebody who has super, like a super, super, like analytical and mechanical mind. Like it's. It's sometimes even better if they're not coming from the airsoft side of things because they're not going to deal with the biases of what they think parts should feel and fit like. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the first time I started working on airsoft stuff, I was like, oh, I bought this part from this person, I bought this part from this person, I should be able to put that together and that works, right? Like, I just remember in everything else on the planet, like, at least here, like... Dude, yeah, no, airsoft is like, you buy one thing and you buy, you like, you buy one gun, you buy the exact same platform from another company and it's like, you bought a fucking Toyota and a Tesla, like nothing fits. Yeah. It's insane. So I mean, like it's even better when you kind of vet people for that sort of thing. Like if your mind is working in a mechanical manner, you can understand why gears are turning in a certain way or why things should be moving fluidly or even looking for innovation within the design that's already there. Mm-hmm. Then that's Seal, awesome. air pressure, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's um, just about, just sorry, but no, I was I was just gonna sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just gonna shoot there's actually a couple of uh questions in the comment section that I just wanted oh, to get to. So um somebody asks, you know, out of all the different type of hops when they mean by flat or R hop or S hop or you know, all the alphabet different letters, hops. yeah, all the different alphabet hops that you want to talk about. <laughs> what are like the main, I guess, ones that are out there and what are the main ones that you guys do? I mean, R hop sounds like well obviously is the way you yeah, guys what go. Are the benefits of- what are the main ones that you guys do? And yeah, what are the benefits? Uh, so like, yeah. what's funny is though we, I mean, the using the patch on the barrel and like the derivative of an R-hop design and what was like, it, it was under secret fiber, right? Yeah, like, you secret yeah, but I mean, like, honestly, the way that we do ours is so different than his and everyone has their own special way that calling it just like an R-hop is kind of a, like it's an interesting thing. It's just because it's like number for just the technique that just exists. You know? So like, it's kind of a gray area of just what yeah. you're actually doing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Debated it's like our hot plus. This is Pirates of the fucking Caribbean. Like it's more guidelines than actual it's rules. Kind of, I feel like it's also like terms that are made up by a lot of people inside of the tech community to keep information mysterious. You know. Yes. I think. It, also a huge issue with like kind of the airsoft community too when it comes to just like people working together for innovation. You know? I've, been, I've been playing hard for like eight years and no, I still don't know what the fucking R hop is. I didn't even I, know there was an S hop. That blew my fucking yeah, mind. Right. throwing out yeah. letters and shit. We actually yeah. have a diorama. <laughs> All right. So I, tech I, time I, with I, umbrella. Hold on. You guys have a diorama belt? Holy shit. Whoa. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Is that a pro in? Yeah, that's an X hop in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. The it just means that you're putting a patch inside of that conformed area, like mm-hmm. that open window on your barrel. Yeah. So what that's doing is just creating something that's consistent. It's always going to create consistent contact. So you want a consistent seal. Yeah. Not more surface area. Seal, but more surface area to, to hit the BB in a very specific way that it's going to be able to carry a consistent trajectory throughout your barrel. And then, I mean, S-Hop is technically the same thing as an R-Hop. You're just filling it with Subaru, so people call it S-Hop. 
Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Because I've actually tried the Suguru method, and it works, but it I've noticed it's short lived. Like it wears away super fast. Yeah, that's material. That material. Yeah. That's the important part. And then what a flat hop is is basically you just take the nub off of the inside of your fucking, and you're still using a flat arm that you mm-hmm. for normal arm hop, but you would just use the bucking material to contact your BB. Right. See, that's that's but, interesting. How how they're all there's so many different ways to skin a cat in that aspect because yeah. I. I mainly run Sistemas and they've got like a totally different fucking system in there too. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a reverse tension fucking version of it, which is Everybody's crazy. The arms apply tension, the way that the arm is actually angled, mm-hmm. you know, area contacts, like with KWA in between the mod one and mod two, like if you look at those two alpha, yeah, one of them contacts in the front, the other one contacts in the back. There's huh. two completely different models, but it's, it's just about, you know, whatever works in that platform. Yeah. I mean, cool. I think that our hop, the modification for our hopping to begin with is probably going to be obsolete yeah. within the next year or so anyways, yeah, like to be completely honest. Well, so what's the new, so much more refined. What's the new hotness that you think is going to come out or like, what do you see mechanically? What trend do you see coming out that you think is going to like, just going to take over? Probably completely molded like patches that you don't have to, the issue with the patches basically is that you have to have somebody who's going to fit them perfectly to that barrel window, mm-hmm. regardless what barrel it is, and also have that inner diameter flush and the outer diameter flush. So somebody has to hand make this thing to make it perfectly proportional to each barrel. Right. It has to fit with the unit. It has to fit with the barrel because you got wide bore, tight bore, or good fucking, yeah. you know. And everybody has a different angle on the cut of their window. Mm-hmm. Then, you know. You different. Yeah, you got the different gearbox stages. So are and you guys going to try and get in on that? Like, like, I mean, it is, I mean, if that, if, if that's, if you think that that's, if you kind of foresee where like, that's where like hop up and like, that's where a part of customization is going to be headed. Um, is that something you guys, you know, are thinking about like getting ahead of? I think like, I think it'll come back. So what I was meaning by what I was saying earlier was, um, I'm just thinking like bucking material is probably going to get a lot more improved in design. Like the way that guns are going to be pop, popped up are going to be a lot. Better. Just out of the because box. I'm yeah. Honest, there's you're only getting just such a marginal difference in performance from like a really well put together barrel assembly that has a nice like maple leaf bucking yeah. and like a solid nub on it. Yeah. Um it's only a matter of time before you know the bigger manufacturers come to realize like, hey, there's a better way to do this. Cause you know, they have teams of these people, not just some kids in a workshop working on this stuff yeah exactly um yeah but innovation scares big companies man they don't like changing the status quo they don't like mess with shit i mean to a point it just takes a lot of money like that in manufacturing a lot is like it's tooling that's why there's there's 30 million different m4 aeg platforms that's also why we have AWA as a sponsor and not all the other different airsoft companies because they feel like we keep talking about KWA and, and KWA gets brought up a lot, even when they're not sponsors, but like they just, they, they are willing to accept being different in their design and like what they bring to the table, even going just outside of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it flops, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah, I think manufacturer has a quality of that to, to some extent. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've got one of the new T10s right now that they, I'm going to make a video on and there's some things on it that I'm like, I hit up Tom and I was like, yo man, I, I can tell you right now, my video is not going to be like a glowing review. Like I've got some serious problems with this fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Take that glove. 
But I think uh, as far as like the future, I'm so getting back to that. Like, I think the products that we make, as far as like our hops and you know refined setups that we offer, that kind of stuff is just going to be like fine wine, you know. Like, yeah, Jordan has a bar hop in his barrel that's like five years old at least now. Wow, that's wild. It's still just chilling, perfect. It has no issues with it ever. And Anything just, airsoft related that doesn't disintegrate after a year is fucking fairy dust to me. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what we try to do. I mean, I have my little brother's guns lasted like four years now. Probably he has like a old KWA I worked on about four years ago. Still shredding. I mean, that's the thing with like stock guns for the longest part of like the early 2000s, you know, they were just designed to be like, hey, you know, let's minimize the amount of RMAs that we're getting, you yeah. know, and uh, they they were right in that. I mean, yeah. SEMA AKs, everyone has their own SEMA AK story. Mm-hmm. But what's even better is, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with their newest lineup, uh, their QBS series. Oh. QD, Spring Guide, uh, Reinforced Gearbox Shell, whatever that means. I mean, it's pretty sturdy. Integrated MOSFET, and then it also has a 13-1 steel gear set. This is out of what gun? 13-1 steel gear set. It's probably the most slept-on like uh-huh. gun that's out right now. I don't know why there's not a whole lot of people talking about this. What, but, what mean, is this? It's uh, the SEMA QBS. Okay. Why don't you look up SEMA QBS? Huh. Interesting. Look right now. SEMA's. Yeah, they have a... That design is so miles ahead, and it's just like, I mean, I don't know. They they did these smaller like little changes, but it's like they're still using their same source material. They're just using probably what I'd imagine tighter quality control inspections and stuff. And I mean, the gun itself, I think retails for under three hundred bucks. Like that was my next question. It's impressive. still the SEMA the SEMA T price. Yeah. yeah is 268 bucks and that's the model is the 8.5 inch m-lock with suppressor yeah that's mean that's not bad at all that's and it it looks i mean it definitely is an m4 but it i mean if for what you're getting and what you're talking about it sounds like it's and it's nice to not have to like uh, like i get a i get a new gun nowadays and i'm immediately like i'll throw it to our local tech and just be like dude fix this shit i hate it so and then (laughs) They also right now uh, they also have the SEMA plat, uh, Platinum M4 QBS, which is the 10 inch M lock for yeah, all sorts of 220. Yeah, no, wow. 219. Wow! Oh, that thing is hot. That's not I a bad little gas, man. I might just buy. <laughs> well, like there was one that came out for a while that I was a big fan of, and I've, I haven't seen. I, well, our local guy down here, Zero, had it. He had one of them, and I've never seen them since. And it was the Ares Octa Arms, and there were these. They were these full metal, they were these full metal M-lock fucking railed with an inter- with a quick cutie spring and a fucking internal MOSFET pre-built in. And they shot fucking gangbusters. Sturdy as hell, all metal construction. They were great. And then they just, I never saw one again. I saw, he had one and I almost bought it and I, God, I wish I had because I've never seen another one since. Damn. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah I know Aries has some pretty good M4 gearboxes and internals. Um, there was just always that argument with like, you know, compatibility with aftermarket parts. That's kind of why we haven't really ventured too far into them. But um, I know yeah. now RetroArms has a gearbox for them. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, someone else is going to make a MOSFET that's compatible with that. Yeah, I don't that's, know if I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, okay. I think, uh, 
What? You could say that. Yeah, I could say that. But you know, it's mean. So, a couple more questions from the comment section. They just are just all full full of them right now. Colby from uh, Hop Up is wondering, what is your guys' favorite build that you've ever done at Umbrella Armory? Oh, which one's yours? You go first. Favorite build? Everybody's got one. I have a follow-up question to that one after you answer that. Okay. Um, I I gotta say, I got I I love stubby builds, but I think there's two. Okay. So Jordan's personal build, that thing is insane. Uh it can shoot anywhere between like 350 to like 450 with just adjusting the hop up. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> yes. uh, good friends just did a uh WSR25 build, and that's also mm. builds, but I mean, it's just kind of like... I love mm. SR25. ...about HPA jewel creeping, and it's just like, no, these are doing a lot. Like, these are like nail Extended. Yeah. Just Yo, a stubby... So, like, I'm... I'm I, I never come off semi, and so that's always a huge thing for me, but the idea of a stubby SR25 is... Uh, it's... Let's get my Irish up a little bit. I like that a lot. I really like it. The premise being the uh, elongated cylinder and piston. So it's got a lot more potential for air volume. So it's just like has a lot more air capacity. Hmm. Interesting. It's so, which uh, creates, you know. What, all right. What about yours? Uh, I'm going to say the Vector probably is my favorite. I built like a Vector for a customer named Nick T. And it's definitely like the funnest one I think I've built ever. It's just like getting in that gearbox. I've just been in that gearbox for like the last two and a half years. Like, I don't know. I just find super enjoyment every time I get to work on a vector. Like, <laughs> and those things are pain in the ass, aren't they? It like it was like a beautiful experience. You're putting on like you're putting on like a white glove and like yeah. start playing classical music in the yeah. background. Like put your head fo- you look like a fucking detective Schmecker in the boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Now my question is 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 like now you have your favorite builds. What were some of the more well-known builds that you guys are known for that you guys are like, I never want to fucking look at this gun again. Yeah, which are oh well, yeah, we got asked that we kind of waited it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, I really don't which one that we just don't like. Yeah, which one do you fucking like absolutely not that we currently sell? That, like, when you look at it, you're just like, ah! Either that you sell or that you just a gun, a gun that when it comes into the shop. Yeah, a gun that when it comes in the shop, you're just like fuck. No, it's not. I don't know. That was all painted with. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Every gun is unique, has its own set of challenges, and is beautiful. We find something to appreciate out of it. Oh, like, yeah, nice back pedal, but I want to hear names or, or anything like that. Like we're not going to talk about those. What we will talk no, about. I'm, I'm fucking you. To our guns after we sell it to them, they send it back for servicing. Like you know, because we offer that. Like, hey, you have your gun for a year, or so you want to clean? Send it back for your charge. Yeah. Um. But it's like they send their guns back and they're just like the either the custom paint jobs, the attachment choice, or just like, you know. So these are these are masterpieces you gave and somebody just like scribbled crayon all over it. Yeah. Like you you give them a Mona Lisa and they're like, and I drew dicks all over it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh man. That's gotta be heartbreaking. Those are the hardest ones to work on because yeah. you have to look at what you're doing to yeah, it. Yeah, your soul is hurting a little bit. Just do you just send them back a cheaper gun, like a Springer, and be like, "You don't deserve this. <laughs> you never deserve this." Yeah, it's heavy ones. At least bigger one was like a Oka that had like the entire paint on it kicked up, like inside of the actual recessed logo, but it was like bumpy on top of that. Weird. It was just so wrecked. I want to crash my soul. 
but no platform. I think we crush them on here pretty much. AKs are kind of a pain with the current uh, Titans. Yeah, Titans. I think D3 Titans being super reliable causes a lot of AK problems. And that's the main issue when you're like, I don't want to I've actually heard about that. Yeah. But, um, the the next question the comment section has is what's your guys' opinion on like the Evike branded skeleton? Uh they it was the collaboration with uh the YouTuber. Oh uh Demolition Ranch. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Demolition Ranch. What do you guys think of that skeleton build? Like, I mean, have you guys had to do a build with that thing yet? I mean we've are, we've done a couple of those like for that exact rifle actually. We've done a couple of custom ones for that. Um no, I think in all honesty. I mean, a lot of people give, it's like, you're either really in love with it or you absolutely hate it. Yeah. I mean, we have our own personal preferences, but at the end of the day, I can appreciate why someone would think that's cool and stuff. And if they want to pay us to do a build out of it, by all means, you know, I want to give them the best experience for it. Absolutely. However, it's, uh, I mean, we've actually brought it back on top of the uh, drawing board because there were some uh, little things from when we initially looked at um, that gun and uh, the other F1. Yeah. Well, the, well, the issue is it was basically like the yeah. APS gearbox that's in it. You right. Yeah. Out, put your retro arms in there, but then you're gonna have huge alignment issues. On top of that, the APS like gearbox has an actual charging handle that attaches to the gearbox. Yeah. So now put the retro arms in there, you have no charging handle, so you have to tap the picket handy on the on like the upper. Dude, APS does some weird stuff. That was for APS sure. is all. Every time I hear somebody's like, "Yeah, it's really weird. It's an APS gearbox." You're like, ah. Every time uh -huh. you hear APS, you just like, yeah. I mean, you have to buy APS parts. Yeah. All those yeah. Which kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, terrible. I mean, it's impressive to see the amount of actual SKUs that this Oh, for sure. Yeah. Your production capabilities are, you know, I mean, I'm looking at it from an industry perspective and I'm just like, these guys can just do it. Like, do anything. I never thought about it that way. No, yeah. It's actually, you're not wrong. They have a ton of shit for sure. Like, Termination, you know, inward though. Yeah. A lot of one of those companies where you're pretty sure the CEO is in the back just like smoking a joint. He's like, Yeah, do it. You want to make what? Do it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Do that right now. <laughs> put it in production. Fuck quality control. Just put it in production. I want it. Don't check it when it's done. Shoot it out. <laughs> Don't ship even it. shoot it. Ship Don't it. even plug just a battery it. into that bitch. Just ship just it. Go. End of the machine. Save <laughs> it faster. Uh so another question is, I don't know, I don't know how to partake this, but what is the dumbest build that you've ever done? I, I don't know what it means by like badassery or just something that you stupid. built that shouldn't have worked. Yeah. yeah, but you were just like, what the hell? You know, I have like a, it's like, I I started saying this, and I think it's starting to catch on a little bit around here, but it's like our local field SC village, um, probably ground zero for what like everyone out of California would call like, Oh, that's where speed softers like originated from. Like you had pretty much all the dickheads just mag dumping people from. <laughs> and uh, It's like, they all have a distinct build where it's like, it's a, what I call the SC dickhead build. And it's like, you know, they're missing a charging handle. They're missing some body pins. They're missing, you know, no trigger guard on like the gun. You're looking at it. And you're like, this shouldn't work. And you look at what they build out of it. It sounds terrible. Yeah. But they just work. That's everything. That's you just, you just described everything that SYG runs. Where I look at him like, what the fuck? Oh my god, that thing can shoot. 
<laughs> I mean, like the stubby M4 stocks, but it's like for a purpose. And it's like, it's not important to have like a specific type of stock. They just need something that's compact and can stuff a huge battery. In. Yeah, like, you you think these kids, instead of like yeah. actually modifying it, they're just like, I don't like the way the cheek weld feels. They just grab a fucking like hatchet and just lop that bitch off. Oh, and see that. With it. When they were talking about how they like cringe when they see people like, Oh, modify their soul when it looked you know, in, in an airsoft gun. Like, Don't ever give punk that's a gun. Why I feel terrible asking anyone who does any kind of modifications to airsoft guns to work <laughs> on any of my shit because I can't stop fucking with it. Like, <laughs> like, I will not. Like, the I, guns, I, the I, guns I, just I, sitting there like, Eric, make it stop. And you're like, no, never. <laughs> never. never. I'm never, never. going to fucking stop. No, like, internally, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I won't mess with it. Yeah. It. However, you, the outside. No problem. This is- so he got, Cass gave him like a one of one. Aries fucking uh, AM one of the the pistol so sniper, it's, but it's, it's like a one one in a raffle or like one one in a contest. Yeah, you should shoot them an image of that. Yeah, there. and oh, then he on, then he's modified like so. A we named it, it juicy. We named if you've seen the Dave Chappelle skit, we named it Juicy Smolier. Oh yeah, of course. So that's that's the name of his gun. This game's this gun's name is Juicy Smolier. We call it Juicy. Yeah. And he has done some of the dumbest shit you've ever seen. This remember this used to be like it used to be a one of one like gold bolt and all this other shit. And then Punk got it, and he was like, "No, no, man." All right, so here's here's where we're at. Yeah, this was a one of. To be clear, this was a one of one gun. Show at the time. Juicy. It doesn't matter. Oh, what is that? <laughs> oh, what the fuck, bro? All right, so this is an Aries Striker AS03. It was like a chrome one of one uh, chrome yeah. deal. But I took the stock of an ASO one. I cut it down so it's like a stubby CQB. Like you can play indoor with this thing. Yeah. Right. So then on the front here, <laughs> I see. It looks like face. something out of Apex. <laughs> so this thing is a uh, a a uh, what is it? The Crytek LMG front right. end yeah. that I've actually like. I'm not even kidding you, bro. Like I've I've filed this thing. I've put this thing on an angle grinder. I've used like a rotary saw. Hey, you used a torch on it. I've used like I've like open flame and quenched this son of a bitch. Uh, to get these like weird angles, to get all this weird shit going on with this thing. Like I've custom fitted like key mod rails to M lock, just yeah. so I can attach the fucking thing. Holy. So like and like I've angle grinded this thing so it fits around the the like I mean this like this thing has got so much beautiful like hand time work on it. Straight bolted it and dropped a Wolverine in it. Oh, that's the other thing. So it's got like here's the the sorry I just whacked a microphone but like this is the the bolt action so I can just it just springs back yeah it's cool. like so it's like quick. So basically I'm building it for like an indoor type of deal. So like, it's like an indoor. That also had the shot counter thing on that. You were talking about earlier, right? Yeah. So yeah, this uh, for shits and giggles. (laughs) (laughs) This is my nightmare. (laughs) What's that? Wow, this this looks sick though. Like the amount of work that you've done to it. Like I was mainly. Yeah, it's it's dope, isn't it? So like I'm doing a build off with a couple people that actually build my custom guns aesthetically up here in Washington. 
um, I'm doing a build off contest against my builders. So like it's Blaster them versus Bros. me. Yeah. And like, so it's their style versus mine. And it like, it's, it's kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, so it's got this like ammo counter here. You can kind of see, I don't have it plugged into anything. You can kind of see the unit right here. This is what's actually goes on the TK 45 for the apex build or the yeah. Titanfall build. But it here is, um, it has a uh, unit that goes on the flash hider and it plugs into um, the, the key, the, 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 the motherboard that's in the counter. So every time you shoot, you can, you can custom uh, set the counter. So that way, like if you have a 60 round mag, if you have a 120 round mag, if you have a 2,500 round mag, you can custom fit it. So every time it shoots, it'll count down. So you know how many rounds are in your magazine. Exactly. Yeah, Oh my god, that's dumb. yeah. So every time you shoot, like it'll count down for you. So if you like, and it's as fast as it'll shoot. Uh, I'm curious to see if this thing would work with some of your guys's rate of fire. Juicy Smolier. Let's see. Yeah, you got to beat the counter. Smolier. Yeah, we can yeah. check that out, dude. You guys the link for that little thing. I want to see. Yeah, that. definitely. The guy that makes it, like I said, he's he's based out of like like a. Uh, I forgot exactly where it was, but it was like a Ukrainian country. Uh, and the guy just hand makes them and he, um, he makes them open source so you can fuck with them a little bit. I kind of want to try to figure out if I can put like an ACE tech tracer unit and combine it with this. So it'll tracer unit and count down at the same yeah. time. That's totally possible. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's the goal. But yeah, so that's basically the, the piece that I've been working on. Dude, right? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, love, so like, I love having him show people that thing. Here's my here's the next thing I want to do is I actually want to talk to uh Polar Star and having them custom make me a HPA unit that fits inside the striker unit uh that makes it semi-auto, so I don't even have to use a bolt action. <laughs> That's that's my thing. Like I I would love to have this be semi-auto. Like that thing would just jack in it somehow. Find a way. Fucking file the sides all the way down and shove it in that cylinder, dude. Yeah. So the guys that I'm going up against, they were trying to conceive a way to make that happen. And if you think about the way autocockers work in paintball, I think it's on enough. You could you can do something very similar to make a bolt action where it has to reset every time, but I think having a drop in unit, even if you were to take a jack or like a you know yeah. like a drop in polisher unit, and having some kind of like three D printed housing kit that fits around it, and then you can slide it in the cylinder, yes, you'd be golden. That's the goal, and then find yeah. like an internal like a nozzle adjustment so you can make mm -hmm. your yeah. So basically, because right now it's it's running on the uh, the Wolverine bolt system for the striker, but I would rather have it be like a semi-auto Polar Star, like, yo, make this happen. Even if it's just one, I don't care how much it costs. I'll invest. I don't care. Like, let's make this weird thing happen. 
<laughs> okay, so a uh, few more questions for you guys at Umbrella before we wrap up here. Uh, Tom Hall, you know, Too Tall Tom, he asks, what is the most gross or disgusting thing you've ever found in a customer gun? I'm guessing he means by, like, you open it up and you find random bits of... Like a cockroach or something? Yeah. Like, uh, I just think, like... Yeah, like, bugs is the weirdest one. <laughs> like... How? Like, did it go in the barrel and all the way through and then through the bare window and end up in the, like, it's just kind of disturbing. To crawl into your gearbox and then <laughs> turn it yeah. on. and yeah. You open up the gearbox and there's just like ravioli in there. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, you yeah, find that, a ra- somebody send me that, please. That'd be the best ever. For maintenance, just an call for maintenance, I open it up and there's just like a whole can of spaghetti. Chef Boyardee in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you haven't. If you haven't seen a so Mo, uh, Derek, he, he runs Moguns Tactical. If you know uh, his site, they had this weird thing with Spiritus, or Spiritus System is doing like Spiritus after dark, and he was just like, he has a real two four nine, like a real fucking saw, and he was just like dumping cans of ravioli into the fucking firing mechanism and blasting off with it. I mean, if you can do it, do it. It was the weird. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Like where where that fucking part of the meme culture came from, but it's the weirdest, most fascinating shit I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty interesting. There's a lot of psychology to go for that, but that's definitely for another time for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, we're getting pretty close, wrapping up. Um, is there? So, one thing I want to ask is that, like you know, obviously you guys put so much care and effort into your guns and your builds. And there's like clear science and like theory you guys have behind why you do what you do uh, when it comes to individual builds. Cause you said each one is different and unique. Um, if, is there somebody out there or something that you have been wanting to do that hasn't either hasn't been done yet, or just somebody that you're like, please ask us to do a build, please just, like, I feel like we could do you a service. You know what I mean? Like, is there's... Well, I mean, like, that's everybody. We could do everybody's service. Absolutely. I mean, if you're, like, just looking to... It's ultimately people that are just looking to, like, have something that's reliable, you know? Because there's nothing that is more of a pain in the ass than going to try to have a good time with your friends or your family and your fucking gun breaking. Or driving yeah. 14 hours for an event and none of your fucking mags feed? I did that. That's <laughs> Like the last four or five events that I brought a, a gun to, it hasn't worked. So yeah, I, I feel that right there. I would love some reliability. It's just people that are going to take the sport like serious. They're definitely. I think definitely the other serious. thing too is um, honestly, there's this. You, you have the burnout rate of airsofters that um, you know they play for a while and stuff, but they just start getting fed up with the accuracy. You know, they can't land shots and stuff. Because in all honesty, a lot of stock guns just have terrible compression or terrible um, uh, barrel assemblies. And it's like, I know for a fact that when I give someone who isn't familiar with our barrels uh, and I let them run one of mine or whatever in their gun, uh, it's like almost like it breathes in new life into their gun. So they just have a much radically different experience. Playing airsoft. Yeah. Because it's like being able to place your shots exactly where you want them and it like being able to not feel that you're outranged at all. Yeah. I think that's the biggest game changer for a lot of people and maybe even retaining them in the sport just because it's, you know, airsoft is pretty small. It needs to yeah. keep its player. Mm-hmm. And you guys sell drop-in barrels. That's something that you guys do regularly on your website, right? Is like you guys can buy a whole umbrella armory barrel, yeah. hop up, bucking, yeah. combination. Yeah. 
boxes now too, so you can just do the whole thing yourself. You know, that's you super cool. One and a half, you just drop it in your gearbox. You have alignment screws already set inside of it, so you basically get a house one how to do that, and then here you go. That's super cool. Yeah, man. That's hot. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, thank you for coming on, guys. I mean, I think everybody was uh, very intrigued by seeing what the outside is from uh, a, like a gum company that's so well established. So, thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna have to go out of my way to like get my hands on one of your gats at the local field, or like if somebody has one, because I've never actually shot one. Same. I've seen them. I've been shot by them. Like, oh, yeah. I've heard, I've always heard good things, but I got, I gotta get my hands on one and see what's up. Yeah, you know, just try it out. Ask Kev. You know. Oh yeah. Hey Kev, mail me down your baby. (laughs) (laughs) Send that shit to Texas. Right. I believe you got a little DSU burst. This will give you a little goodbye. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's dumb. It's it's so angry. (laughs) You put bees in the gun? What the fuck? That's the murder hornet. That's the the fucking murder hornets. Jesus Christ. Uh. All right. And with right. so, hey, Umbrella, uh, let everybody know who is watching right now. Uh, thanks, everybody, for keeping uh, for sticking around with us. Um, Umbrella, like, let everybody know where they can find you um, before we close out. The plug time. So, umbrellaarmory.com is our website. Otherwise, I mean, our Instagram is Umbrella Armory and our YouTube is Umbrella Armory. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, you can find. We're putting more content out on our uh, Instagram and our YouTube pretty soon. We've yeah. been working on a lot. Um, but yeah, we're actually going to be dropping some new uh, shirts on our website. Ooh. So go check yeah. those out. So I, I, I peeped the, the last like little hint that you guys had on a, um, I call it like the Blackberry Bush logo, uh, oh, yeah. which is the, the death metal yeah. style. Where it looks like just somebody took a bunch of blackberry bushes and just fucking like this. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's a lot. That's our shit." That's the one. Yeah. No, I thought that was. I, it looks sick. So, guys and everybody who's watching too, don't be afraid to go like the ASAP, you know, Instagram page and our Facebook page because that's why we keep doing this for you guys. So, oh, that does look dope. Oh yeah, I like that. Oh yeah, so angry. So. Yeah, give Umbrella some love. If you guys like the show, drop us some love too. And then Eric, I think you can uh, see us out, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys, so we want to thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate you. Uh, It's been a good conversation. Um, And also, thanks everybody who's joined in on the chat, who's uh, loyal listeners. We really appreciate the support. So yeah, go over to our Instagram, follow us, um, YouTube, follow us subscribe over on SoundCloud and all the different things that we um, choose to run this damn platform. (laughs) And on that note, raise a glass, both listener and host, as we toast to you, filthy degenerates, and rejoice that this dumpster fire has finally come to an end. Another serious airsoft podcast is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about their toy guns and their adventures using them. And on the lack of follow-through, Airsoft just exude. It's a fucking miracle. We made it to episode 41. If you like what you heard, great. Let us know. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Remember to call your hits. Don't let the admin see you drinking. And we'll see you next time in episode 42. Yeah. Cool. Buddy. See you guys later. Cheers. Take care.